Hello and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending July 15th, 2022. I'm Greg Coffey and today I'm joined by Director of Investment Strategy, Shay Shatria. Hi Shay, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Greg? Doing all right. Well, it was uh, definitely an interesting week in the markets with the much-anticipated U.S. Consumer Price Index report coming out for June that ran a little bit hotter than expectations at 9.1% on an annualized basis. Shay, can you comment on the report and what the market's reaction to the report might mean and what it could mean for the U.S. Federal Reserve moving forward? Sure. And and you're correct. The inflation report in the U.S. was a bit too hot. And actually, there were several data points released this week that would be concerning to the Fed. And, and so starting with inflation itself, the consumer price inflation for June, the key takeaway here is that while inflationary impulse may be down a bit, it's still quite strong and broadening with shelter, food, and particularly energy continuing to surge uh, last month. So to look at some of the specifics, the annual headline inflation rate shot up at an above consensus 9.1%, as you had indicated, and that's higher than the previous month's 8.6%. And core inflation, which actually strips out uh, food and energy, ticked down slightly to 5.9% from 6% the prior month. But that was also above a consensus estimates. And equally important, if not more troubling, were the sizable month-over-month gains, which also came in above consensus estimates, with headline CPI rising 1.3% in June relative to May, and core inflation up 0.7% in June relative to uh, relative to May. So consumer inflation isn't showing substantive signs of cooling just yet. So separate to the consumer price report, we also received information on produce, producer prices for June. And here, the data wasn't any more encouraging. Uh, the pr- producer price index, both headline and core, came in above consensus estimates at 11.3% and 8.2% respectively. So when we take you in, into account last week's strong labor market report and this week's inflation reports, we've noticed that uh, there's a shift in market pricing for the upcoming Fed meeting, where the debate is moving from if the Fed will hike rates by by 50 or 75 basis points to will the Fed hike by 75 or 100 basis points. Now, the probability that the markets are assigning to either uh, a 75 or 100 basis point move is essentially a coin flip at this point in time at roughly 50% to either uh, outcome. Now, which uh, direction the Fed ultimately leans is unknown, but the Fed governor, uh, Christopher Waller, also spoke this week subsequent to the inflation report and and supported a 75 basis point move as the baseline. But he did acknowledge that if the data from now until the Fed meeting is stronger than anticipated, then a larger increase may be warranted. So incoming data will be crucial. Now, we're recording this late on Thursday, and markets have been uh, choppy but trending lower, and we do believe that it's the Fed uncertainty that's once again contributing to that market volatility. Great. Thanks for those insights. Speaking of a 100 basis points move, I know the Canadian Central Bank kind of surprised investors this week with a 100 basis point increase in their short-term benchmark rate. Can you comment on the size of that rate hike and what the Bank of Canada might do moving forward? For sure. And and these are interesting times north of the border as well as they are in the U.S. Uh, so the Bank of Canada, as you indicated, did surprise the markets and, and raise its policy rate by a full percentage points or 100 basis points. And that was above the analyst expectations for a 75 basis point move. So the policy rate now is now at two and a half percent, which is essentially the midpoint of the Bank of Canada's neutral range of two to three percent. This is obviously not a typical uh, uh, rate hike. The last time the Bank of Canada hiked by this magnitude was back in 
1998. Now, the BOC believes that the Canadian economy is generating excess demand supported by uh, a strong housing market and commodity prices. And most importantly, it believes that the consumer and business inflation expectations are at risk of becoming unanchored and warranted a more aggressive rate hike. So, for example, based on recent surveys conducted by the BOC, uh, business and consumers expect inflation to be around 5% two years out. And that's clearly far above uh, the Fed, uh, sorry, the Bank of Canada's 2% inflation target. However, uh, Governor Tiff Macklem at the press conference emphasized that the intention was not was to actually front load rate hikes to control inflation expectations. So therefore, the end destination in terms of where the policy rate ultimately settles may not be all that different. It's just at the speed at which it reaches that, that final destination. And Macklem and other Bank, uh, Bank of Canada governors have indicated that getting to the upper end of its neutral range is, is, is sort of the destination or possibly a little bit there uh, higher than that. So that would suggest a policy rate of about three and a quarter to three and a half percent, which seems conceivable at this point. So the risk here is that Canadian housing and household debt levels are amongst the most inflated globally. And there is a risk that the Bank of Canada overshoots, but the bank is clearly seeing the greater risk is to price stability and ensuring inflation expectations stay contained. Great. Thanks as always for your insights. We really appreciate it. And to all of our listeners, thanks very much for watching and have a great weekend.